0: Hello, 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 and happy holidays. Welcome to Start the Beat. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you about a show that is coming up in the Pittsburgh area on December 15th at Mr. Small's Theater. It is the Winter Wonder Ball, featuring Back Alley Sound, Normal Creatures, Dream the Heavy, and Hemlock for Socrates. There's also going to be Local crafts, local arts, local music. It's going to be a hoot. Tickets are only 15 bucks. You can actually get them directly through me and my band, Normal Creatures, who you may have noticed are playing, along with today's guests, Dream the Heavy, who are also playing. Again, tickets are only 15 bucks. You can get them from any of the bands that are playing, but it would be really cool if you got them through me personally screw everyone else buy the tickets through me no i'm just kidding about that so i'm going to zip my lip and we're going to get into today's conversation with my friends in the band dream the heavy sit back relax and let's start the motherfucking Hello and welcome to Start The Beat. The show where we highlight the past, present, and future of the Pittsburgh music scene. I am your host, Brian Sykes Howe. And today, joining me, finally, a long conversation. A long overdue conversation, I suppose I should say. The one and the only Dream the Heavy. Make some noise for the internet.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You up there. You up there. You up there. Thank you. I'm looking good. you. Appreciate you.
2: Appreciate you. (laughs)
0: I say long overdue, but I think in some ways it was maybe unfortunately timed because I would say around the time that your band started to kind of make some noise and play a good bit of shows was around the time that I'm like, I'm not doing the podcast right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I remember. I remember. that was of stuff that happened back then. So, but fortunately, I'm back and, and you're healthy. still here.
2: And healthier. When you yes. take
1: those downtimes, you regroup. Re- we were just having a conversation about this. You can't be good to anybody unless you have yourself taken care of first. Put your oxygen on and then take care of everybody else. Mm. So I'm glad you had your downtime. Thank Otherwise, you. Otherwise, we would have a miserable time together in this bedroom.
0: Hey, you know, <laughs> yes, this is still uh, a much bigger no,
2: nobody would bedroom climax. of
0: sorts. I may or may not have actually slept in here before. We don't got to talk about that. that. I couldn't mm-hmm. blame you. Hey. The There's a couch space. over there. It gets comfy. Anyways, what's up, everybody? How are uh, we hey. doing today? Thanks for coming by. Feeling Thanks good. for having us. Man, it's good to have a conversation with you. Yeah. yeah. So glad to be here. Yeah. yeah. Long, long overdue.
3: It is. It's, it's you know, I, I, all of us have been fans of the show from way back when. So we're, we're
1: absolutely honored to be
0: here. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I would be much more honored if this microphone was closer to your face somehow. You're kind of a tall You'll guy. Know. How are we going to do put, this?
1: Put your ears on yeah. so you know if you're, if you're reaching. How about there? Is that yeah, fine? That's awesome. great. All right. Nice. It's been a long time. We've been waiting to do
2: this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, long, long, long time fans. Hey. Yep. Well. For, for, first time. Uh,
0: first time? time. First time. First time
1: guests. Yep, and first
0: time. another thing too, that Dealers. I do want to just get out of the way up front is that we're going to be on a stage together for the first time
3: yes! very soon. Yes! Stoked. Yeah. absolutely stoked <laughs> thank, <laughs> so you oh, thank you for inviting us thank you for thinking of me oh, dude, I'm really absolutely. stoked absolutely. It, 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 I mean, we wouldn't want to do it with any other group of bands uh, with the amount of energy that we're all putting into this uh, we are absolutely thrilled that everybody is reciprocating that energy too uh, the, and this and we're, we're talking stoked. about is
1: the Winter, Winter Wonder Ball Mr. Smalls Theater December 15th be there don't be too square but, You know, tip to be square.
0: Actually, you squares only. Square- mm. If you're too cool, don't fucking come. Oh <laughs> yeah. <Fair enough. laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, as you were saying, my friend.
3: Uh it's it's yeah. I I don't even uh, where to begin with the Winter Wonder Ball. Um, when we were when we were still forming Dream the Heavy, uh, TK and I would meet up at the coffee shop, the uh, Black Canary, and just kind of bullshit and brainstorm and get all these things and never in, in my years of being here, I've never seen an event that was primarily dedicated to Pittsburgh musicians or Pittsburgh artists, something that would actually facilitate them and, and show them off in the winter. Uh, it always felt like during December, everybody kind of uh, kind of hibernates, goes into their own. And we were just like, well, why the fuck is that happening?
2: Yeah, it's like a universally dead season.
3: Yeah, and and even if you ask other bands, they're like, "Oh, we don't do that during the winter." It just seemed like a great opportunity to kind of stretch our uh, stretch our legs and get out there mm-hmm. and, and and do something fun for the community. I've been involved with it for a few years now, and I've I coming from the Bay Area, in comparison to what Pittsburgh has, Pittsburgh is very. Uh, accommodating there's a strong sense of community oh yeah there's uh there's a sense of pride that isn't there back home and uh the winter wonderball thing is was something that that i wanted to do that that tk and i had talked about and when it comes to bands uh i think we got some of the best in Pittsburgh
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was was pretty gorgeous wish list that that actually happened and everybody said yeah like man like you know you kind of put Mm -hmm. it out there and you kind of hope you know Hey, mm-hmm. You want to come out and play? Yeah, we kind of got the perfect lineup and, for and, that. And you guys came out to play.
0: Hell yeah. You said, so, hell you yeah. know,
1: uh, it is
0: all Friends of the Show. Mm-hmm. Obviously, my band, Normal Creatures, is playing. I need to preface that because I guess I play in 10 fucking bands. Hit the,
1: <laughs> hit the button. Hit the button.
0: Oh my God, I hit the wrong button. It's uh, There it is. Normal Creatures Boner. is playing uh, along with uh, Friends of the Show. Hemlock for Socrates. <laughs> it's the only sound worth making when them two are around. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They know. And them. Uh, oh, them them, them little silly boys and the mm-hmm. one and only back alley sound. <laughs> trash. Ooh, fuck you guys.
3: Absolute fucking There's trash. only room
0: for one rap band on the bill. No, I'm joking. Back alley sounds. They're the homies. Yeah. They'll be on the show soon, too. Nice. To also, oh, to also help promote this little ditty. Oh, good. Hemlock was just on last season, I so.
1: Am. Well, that was the first of this season, wasn't it? It was.
0: Yeah. They kicked off the season. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, they're good to pop it with. <laughs> <laughs> As a couple. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, um, all right. Now that we got all of our little promotional things out of the way, and there is one less hoodie on.
1: <laughs> nice. So much better hoodie
2: with the wood. So much better.
0: Let's talk a bit about Dream the Heavy. Okay. <clears throat> so, who wants to do the sales pitch for the band?
2: <laughs> TK.
1: No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, the thing is, I don't think there's much to sell. There. I mean, it's 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 a good being. Like it's a great entity. It's a great experience. It's it's a.
2: It's, it definitely it's, it's a huge happiness.
1: It's, it's a huge happiness in my life. Anyway, I mean, are you talking like origin story? Because <clears> everyone loves a good origin story. Um, yeah, Spider-Man. Nobody that. gives a shit. <laughs> 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 All of our Uncle Ben died. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Our <laughs> com- <laughs> the collective
1: Ben. Yeah, yeah the collective Ben.
0: But, yeah. hey, You know, this is a... What do we want to say? Uh, a rock and roll band? Sure. How do you want
2: to classify it? I think that's the only way you can classify it. A lot of ba- <laughs> no, tried.
0: A lot of these. A lot. Uh, it's funny when I talk with sometimes uh, some people on the show that are a little bit younger, mm-hmm. and I call them a rock band. I like. I feel like they're like getting offended, offended? by it
2: because it's not. It's not it's subgenre
0: not, enough, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, it's if there all was rock like, and roll to me. It, people if,
2: love their subgenres. So if
0: there was like, a, there's no hyper classification of what you want to consider dream the heavy. We can, we can
3: go into little different things because everybody has their influences on on it all. Uh it's fucking rock and roll. It, it, that's exactly what you heard it here first. People. It's bombastic. Yeah. it's it can be elegant. It could be detrimental to your health. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's it's everywhere. Ryan, I I've always thought that Ryan would have the best answer for this because he's coming from a point <laughs> where he actually got to see us play. Yes. And then joined the band. Yeah. So, it's on you.
2: Whew. Hey, yeah. Man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is really hard to classify. So, I I saw these guys uh I was still playing keyboards for Bunny and the Mere Mortals. This was back in Bunny and the Mere Mortals 2022, I believe. And
0: uh, We're good. I spilled beer, don't worry about <laughs> it.
2: We're good. Um, but they, I saw you guys play at the Battle of the Bands that Ryan Dowden was hosting, and you guys. This was <laughs> well, a that's shell the name I haven't media. fucking heard in ten years. She's crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to Ryan, right on. User boy,
2: Shell Shock, <laughs> Shell Shock Media. Yep. Um, yeah. So this was at the Mr. Small's Funhouse, and this was only like the second show you guys played, right? I mean, it was early. It was early. It yeah. was one of the a handful. But I didn't. Got. I didn't know that at the time, and they absolutely blew me away, and. Yeah, so I was, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to every show these guys play from now on out. <laughs> and then... You were right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got to play the <laughs> strange twist of faith.
2: Yeah. Uh, so then I ended up... Uh, you guys wanted to do the live album. So we yep. did this thing at Club Cafe. And I was still with Bonnie at this point. And they just wanted to, like, thicken up the sound a little bit. So I ended up uh, just not doing anything too complicated but playing some keyboards there. and Singing. It's nice yeah, to have more yeah, voices. I, guess so. I did yeah. sing a little bit, do some harmonies, mm-hmm. and then jumped in in January of this past year. But like, it is really hard to classify what we are because every single song kind of has a little sub genre of its own. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, there's definitely some 80 synth pop in there. There's definitely, <laughs> Wait, here we go. Uh, there's definitely some 80 synth pop in there. Um, there's, there's a lot of like blues and funk mm-hmm. in certain areas, a lot of hard rock. Yeah, a lot a little of hard rock. A little rock. bit of metal. Definitely, I mean, Sully Sully is a big grunge guy, so there's a lot of '90s influence there. But like, I think and it all prog. just comes, yeah, definitely some prog. Uh, But I think it all just comes back to just like straight rock and roll, totally. So there you go. So there you go. Listen to our first <laughs> single. <laughs> Good
1: segue. Yeah, thanks. Nice, well played, TJ. All, all day.
3: Played. I've been working on it all day. So, what do you think we sound like? There you go. That's
1: actually that's what we always want to know. It's always better to us.
3: It's always better to hear, and and you could probably attest for it. When you find out from people who've actually listened to your band, yeah. you get their kind of influences from it. And I, I feel like when, the more we hear, the more we absorb. Right. So it it, it, it well, almost gives you a freedom to go
0: that route as well. I'll let you know after I've seen you live. Okay, yeah.
1: that's
0: fair. <laughs> I've like entered this phase in my life, and maybe this is a conversation we can get into. I've had this conversation mm-hmm. with other people on the show too, where I have a really hard time listening to music now and like modern production because like so much of it it's like am i hearing a band or am i listening to computers i right. don't really know Word. what i'm listening to and
1: the computers is this what, the band, so good, is really this what the band actually sounds like i don't know well i think that's why um we, we knew we were going to hit the studio but we also had the the notion thanks to paul saying we just need to put out a live album. Because that's what we are right now. And in order to get people to want to come and see a live band again, which, thank goodness, it's happening, um, let's just put out a live album. It worked for Jane's Addiction. Let's yeah. just do it. Just and that's started working with Banked Alexander. And, yeah. and Banked is, is who is recording all of our singles that are coming out. The yeah. cool thing about
3: doing that live album, too, is you fuck up. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no production or anything that you want to do that actually cover up those flaws. Absolutely. Because it does make you more human. And I think that's that's what's really missing from a lot of elements of modern music is the scratches, the hisses, the pops, and everything that you would normally get from a cassette or from a record. But when you listen to a live a live album or a bootleg album, you get that like you get that feeling, you get that experience, you get those goosebumps. And we wanted that. We wanted to kind of capture that as our first release. Um, and I feel like we did. I feel like if you listen to uh, Live from Club Cafe, you're going to hear some flubs. And we're okay with that. Yeah. And when you're okay with that, then you're allowed to grow even more. The biggest problem, and I, I agree with you, listening to Martin Music can be a pain in the ass because it is overdone. But I think that has everything to do with people being growing up and hearing those little sorts of things. Like uh like a lot of the metal drummers now, they hear they hear blast beats that are just fucking insane. But you can't tell if it's, you know, a, an electronic kit or not. But the kids growing up are now mm-hmm. playing to that. Oh yeah. Definitely. So now they're just fucking murdering it.
0: Yeah, a lot right. of guys so I,
3: I think there's a drum. benefit in that. Totally. However, but the the human element needs to come back into it. Uh and and the, the production thing is is cool. It's great to hear all that kind of shit too. But I'm never not gonna put on a Dead Kennedys album and think, ah, oh, the production sucks. Yeah. Or, you know, or, or put on like an uh, LL Cool J record and be like, oh, it could have been this, it could have been that. No, man, those things make those people.
0: Sure. And like if if a song's good, it's good. It doesn't it's have fucking to be perfect. Good. The thing that bums me out it just makes it like harder for me to engage with newer production. Mm-hmm. Is somebody building a roller coaster? What is that?
3: That's my erection cycle. That's that's the vibrating. <laughs> I would like to apologize. So I did I did not implant. shut off the pump.
1: Um, the implant. It's please on. continue. Uh, <laughs> Paul's partner has a has apparently a that's on 10. Yes.
3: <laughs> my wife is at home just hitting the remote, like let's, <laughs> let's <laughs> fuck with them really good. <laughs> well anyways, I guess a,
0: hey, you know what? If you hear Do it, it live, it's all rock and that's roll. What we're talking There's, about. Flaws. <laughs> There's flaws. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: There's flaws.
0: There's um, flaws. There's a beauty the, in the it. The thing that yeah,
2: the jazz. Me,
0: yeah, yes. The thing that fucks with me with listening to some modern music is not that it's like the overproduced, but just how it like it all sounds the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah. the same filter yeah. that everybody uses yeah. on their photos. Yeah. yeah. Then that makes them all look the same. Right. It's like all of this music just sounds the but same. It's like the same guitar tones, the same yes. vocal. It's it's
2: all the same. There's it's formulaic. Era it's, it's, with Joey Sergis drum. Tones on, yeah. You know, it's like every metalcore album had the exact same drums on it. Like, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more.
1: <laughs> it's weird to me. I don't know, but, but I don't think it. I think it's always kind of been this way. <clears throat> sure. And and we all know the ones that do it because they are feeling it and are or originating it. The first fad, the fad makers, right? And then everybody mimics that sound. The ones that mimic it don't really stand the test of time they don't have a long game mentality as far as creativity goes. Mm. They're here like, I'm here to be a part of something that's now. And um, I love this, this moment in time, I'm part of this generation and I'm thrilled about it. And they become it, they become it. And so much that they lose themselves. And this this is every society, in, and I'm not gonna go into politics and religion, but music and the arts are an outpouring of the community. But my point is, those people don't really stand the test of time. They're just living in there now, and then they go on to do their other things. The people that are expressing themselves in a new way and creating those sounds and living outside of that comfort zone Mm. that the producer is selling them on, or their (sighs) tribal instinct to survive is telling them to do. Um, Anyway, uh, there's a History doesn't hold on to them. So Dave Clark Five and the Beatles. What's a more popular name? You know what I mean? Anyway.
2: I think a lot of that's luck, though. You know? Because it's like, most people, when they're creating, they're just doing what comes naturally to them. In a lot of cases. (laughs) And, you know, it's like, not everybody's going to strike gold with coming up with the next new sound. You know, it's like that. I, a lot of the times, that happens completely by accident, whether you intended to or not. So, because it's natural, yeah, exactly. And you're tapping into something that is kind of in the neighborhood
1: or a city that's getting their their music scene happening again. And I like like here in Pittsburgh. So I think everybody's going to inspire each other by being themselves the most. I think that's what the best art is: is you inspire other people by being your best version. It's, what, be the change, or be yourself. And, you know, they're kind of the same thing. Allow yourself to change, because that's what life is. But if you get pigeonholed into somebody else's belief system, Mm -hmm. you're kind of fucked. Yeah, more than kinda. Yeah, You're fucked. You're fucked. Until you realize (laughs) that it didn't work. Yeah. So, yeah, but there's, there's luck involved. But again, it's not a long game. Like, the, the only way to have a long game is to realize that you're going to fall down. You're going to fuck up. You're going to try something. You're going to try something. You got to try something and you're going to fall down and you're going to fuck up. People going to laugh at you. They'll call it cringy. They'll call it too weird. They'll call it something they can't comprehend because they've never heard it before. And those people that tell you they can only comprehend or like your shit because they've heard it before. Well, that's not really the audience. That's that shouldn't be your value system. Yeah because they don't have value on themselves as an individual. Why the fuck could they ever value somebody else's individuality? I could go down this rabbit hole a lot because growing up as, as an artist, as a painter, and having your family, as all artists, musicians, your family telling you, oh, you're, you're a starving artist. you know. And it's like, man, when you go to the grocery store and you're at the checkout line, and all the tabloids and all those, who are on the magazines? When you go to work, and then you stay up to watch Johnny Carson and, and Dave Letterman at night. Who are they talking to? They're talking to artists. And so what is the definition between a starving artist and those who made it in your mindset? This is the people that go, you know, to their nine-to-five jobs. Sorry, my soapbox just exploded there. I, no,
2: I will say, I think that mindset is changing. You know, like, I think I, think I agree nowadays... Mm the people are starting to value just making art for the sake of making art instead of, you know, it's like, like people's metric for success is not the same as it previously was, you know? And I think that's a lot to do with like how people value themselves. And I think that's a really positive change.
1: Mm. Oh, totally. Yeah. Not only that, the gatekeepers, you know, back in the day, Motown records versus Stax records. It's now in our living rooms, Mm. you know, like NBC didn't tell you that you, you're good enough. To do this you know what I mean uh Ws like, whammo, didn't tell you you know DVE didn't tell you you're good enough to do this we took it upon ourselves to validate um your 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 work your work well and,
3: and this all kind of comes back to the whole winter Wonderball thing we're we're not afraid to fail uh we're afraid of not putting everything out there not doing the best promotion the most promotion uh the over communicating the Silly bullshit Instagram posts, all that stuff has to happen, Skids. if it fails, what what is what is failure? Is failure not having three hundred people there that are just all talking to one another is is you know I, I believe that the terms of failure and success are vast now <clears throat> because a lot of people are expressing themselves with their full intent. Um, and going into that, I, I feel like this is going to be one hell of an event. I, I think we're gonna have a, a really good time. Uh, and we got a lot of we got a lot of killer bands. It's, good. it's definitely gonna yeah, be a blast. I
0: think I think failure would just be like you know when you have that and you're sitting down at the coffee shop and you're having that conversation and mm. someone's like, "What about doing a show in December?" And someone's like, eh, probably a bad idea." And yeah. then you're like, "Yeah, that's right. That's failure. failure. That's failure. That's a really <laughs> that's good fucking yeah, point. failure. It's not
1: showing up." Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. You know. And I think that I've. Um, you know, uh, struggled in the way that an artist struggles, which is like just drama. It's not actually mm. struggle. I mean, drama. it is sometimes, but <laughs> and, you know, the dramatic struggle of the artist of like trying to think about like, what am I going to do with my art over time? And I remember um, like, fuck, like when I first started really putting myself out there as a rapper or a hip hop artist in the late 2000s, Um, you know, like there was times where like, this isn't me like putting myself on any sort of a soapbox or anything like that, but it's like, you know I mean? It's like, I opened up multiple shows for Wiz Khalifa, Mac Miller, all this stuff before anybody really, I mean, people here knew who they were. Mm. And like, I was, you know, I knew promoters that were doing shows with them and it was very much like, Hey, you know, like things could work for you if you did X, Y, and Z. And for me, it was always like, if anybody's going to like me, I want them to like me for what I'm doing. I don't want to have to put on like this Halloween costume Preach. and then have to fucking Preach. wear it yeah. every goddamn day Fine. for the rest of my life. Exactly. Well, it's like, that's not, I mean, obviously things worked out for some people and that's good. But like, that's the thing is like those guys were genuinely doing, they were, everybody was being themselves. Correct. And it's just, they, there was more people that were genuinely interested in them as themselves. Mm. And I could have easily emulated that, you know. You Long I was it. I was I, was I was in my early twenties and cute too, once upon a time, <laughs> believe it or not.
1: Oh, I believe it today, baby. Um,
0: but you know, <laughs> now as we're, you know, pushing the big four zero, maybe I'm still cute, but it's a little bit harder, you know, when you're still doing music that is to some degree inherently adolescent at its core and trying to like mature. In age and still create age appropriate, which who knows what that means? I think about <laughs> does, these sort of things like that. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, it's like I'm in a heavy metal band, I make rap rock music, but I'm also like, I'm a little bit older. It's like, I don't wanna make music for teenagers, but I want teenagers to like my music. I don't wanna be like Blink 182. A lot of people give me shit for like not liking Blink 182, but like I, I but also they're just being themselves. It's just not for me.
2: Dude, you know, you know I think, <laughs> it's just not for me. I think if you think about it too, I think the trick is to not think about it too much yeah. because like as you get older, I, especially because like you're the vocalist, you know, for for Great Walk. So it's like you are the one who who is sending out the messages. You know, it's like the guitar playing can always get better, that kind of stuff, but it's not saying words. So I think like as your life experience develops, you, the things that you create and the messages that you send out naturally develop with you. So I think like the, you know, the age appropriateness of it, naturally evolves as you age. So I, I, I think like thinking about it too much would almost like stifle that. Right. Totally. That's correct. Yeah. Totally. It,
0: yeah. It's, I don't know why I like, I obsess over things too much. Maybe it's because I'm an artist. I really don't know why I obsess over details and specifics. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe because, because it care. Too. I but would I mean, like, that's I
1: mean, a nice way of putting it. Maybe yeah. I just care. Well, <laughs> I just care. It's a Tony Bennett reference about that. But, um, um, the fear of doing something that is fun because you believe that a number of years that you've experienced decades of fun should stop you from creating things that are fun for you is when you when you think about it that's in that's that's fun <laughs> well, when you phrase it like that yes you know yeah. i mean cuz and but but again it's who are you doing it for You know, you want the room to understand, but, you know, if they're your real friends, they'll understand. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Totally. (laughs) You know, you'll connect. I can
2: honestly say that, like, I absolutely started creating the best stuff that I've ever made once I stopped giving a shit about what anybody else thought about it. You know, as long as I like it and I'm comfortable with what I put out everything got better from that point on.
0: Yeah. I think that I've fortunately been in a position where I've never really given too much of a shit, but I think I care (laughs) too much about what I think. I feel like I just need to not stop carrying. I need to stop giving a shit about what I think. You get to, to some degree, ladies. you know what I mean. It Sounds
1: <laughs> to me like you have two eyes. You have the I am, and then you have your ego eye yeah. that is judging your natural state the of ego who you were born end. as. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like- that's what it sounds like to me. Because if yeah. you are your biggest, you know, they'd say artists are their own worst critic. Yeah, but I mean, you—if it, it's not you, if you're stopping yourself from doing it, that's not you. Totally. That is a sub that's a, that's a subconscious program. Yeah.
2: Man, it's got real philosophical Well
0: no. I mean the thing (laughs) is at the end of the day I never stop myself from doing anything. I do a lot. I try my best. It's it's I, I I
2: put out an incredibly
0: unnecessary solo record over the summer. That I didn't have to, uh-huh.
2: but I, I did it because I fucking wanted because to. Because you
1: had to. I just fucking no, wanted to. You it had to. <laughs> you <laughs> had to do it. Point. You have
2: to fucking do it. Yeah. yeah. You got something inside. You put it out, right? Yeah. You know, it's you like, that's why, why we do it. Yeah, better do. out than in. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I always say, am yeah, I right?
3: Depends I on who right. you ask. Ends okay sometimes.
0: You know, but with that, like the creativity part of this then, because, you know, we'll just say, I'm pretty confident that you know none of us are in our early 20s. You know. What? So and no. but we're still here. We're still doing this and we're still having fun. So what is it about this for everyone here that just like pushes you to keep doing this? Oh, I could get into
1: that, but I want to Oof.
3: Um I don't
0: know any better.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to stop this. Yeah. Uh I've tried and I failed. So I'm not gonna try any any longer. Mm-hmm. I, if I can continue to do this into my 90s, I'm hoping that by the time I hit my 90s, I can still play bass in a club, and we could do we can do Beastie Boys covers, yes, or we can yes. do Slayer covers. We can do you know we could do that, like how all these old cats now are doing like jazz covers. We're gonna be doing like corn. It's, it's we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing American song. Dude, it's gonna be dope. <laughs> it's gonna be dope, dude. We're gonna we're gonna be sitting there. Busting our ass, learning how to play Blink One Eighty Two, and you're gonna sing.
0: <laughs> you're gonna sing. That's like it's gonna be it's gonna be us four. <laughs> Roll you up. You know yeah. all the
3: what is it? Small things. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I don't a, know that band. That's
2: a lie. You don't know. know that band? Uh-uh. Really? Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I don't. I, that I that know the person. name. Okay. Oh, okay. There, you absolutely, if you heard a Blink One Eighty Two song, would recognize it. Yeah, okay there's there's no way Let's you can it. live in a it's like a <laughs> it.
1: no 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 it's true i'm sure i you know you yeah. know
2: you know it you would I know do. it yeah it. you would you would recognize
0: it yeah, i know the name i it, know the
2: name
0: it's interesting now being in this time period like i i mentioned blink 182 previously mm-hmm. which is why we're talking about them right now um where this is really like the first time where we've like seen um like this kind of stuff like what we could genuinely consider like modern alternative music, like enter its, you know, like popular bands, like Blake one, eight, two, like those guys are in their, they're in their fifties now. Yep. Oh, yeah. And they're still writing pop punk songs. Yep. Right. Pop punk. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, it's very interesting to see it like evolve right. because so much of like, I mean, rock music in general is pretty young, but so many of the legacy artists have kind of, you know, destroyed themselves past the point of being able to make music. Yeah. <laughs> but now we're entering this that age of like stones, these baby. artists that are like, I don't know. It's like now there's like, uh, I don't know. There's like death metal bands and pop punk bands. And you know, these guys are in their fifties and sixties that are like mm-hmm. still kicking. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, the new cannibal. Is it that weird cannibal corpse is still killing. It. Yeah. Oh, it, still it's, just, it's, it's, really it's really interesting good. to see us entering this for the first time. Okay? Yeah. And who, who is to say like when things should change, when is too old, right. when is it not appropriate anymore? Right. I think we're in, we're in luck because we being in a rock, playing rock, playing metal,
3: doing all these things. And I, I and I recall hearing this at some keeps point, you young. the what, Well, <laughs> keeps, keeps, you keeps you something. Uh, <laughs> Keep but I, I feel like there's, there's a, a stigma in hip hop saying once you reach like 40, you're done. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. Uh, yeah, definitely. but f- hip hop itself is what 50 now. Sure. Yeah. So why not? Why, why, why do we have to put that on there? And why do we have to stop younger kids from doing this? I mean, we're certainly, we're not going to tell the 18 year old that at that in stuff, that, Hey man, don't buy that. Don't buy that Stratocaster. Hmm. It's going to be, it's going to be played out in a year or two. I think everybody at age, every age should be encouraged. I
0: think that there's, you know, obviously, uh, I think youth is always going to drive whatever culture, mm. Right. But I think the that's reason simple, that's why where the money is sometimes
1: and there's other reasons for that too. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Like <laughs> youth, I think like it's, sometimes is like wants to see like, you know, they, they relate with artists that are closer to their age because it's, you know, it makes all they sense. Got. That's all yeah, they got. it's the same thing we do. Yeah. But like, there's also no reason that, I mean, there's still kids that love guns and roses or Jimi mm-hmm. Hendrix or all of these older artists, it, you know, know. it's just like, because like also those, those aren't artists that are like pushing away a mm-hmm. young demographic either. It's just like, we're just, well, not Jimi Hendrix, but we're just making music. <laughs> <He's pushing laughs> yeah. Phases, yeah. Yeah. You know, we're, we are just making music for everyone. You know, it's not necessarily for a specific age group. And if you go back to blink One Eighty Two, 82, it's like, okay, sure. Maybe they're old, but I'm sure that there's plenty of older people and younger people at their shows too. So oh, what yeah. the fuck am I even talking about?
2: I think a lot of this comes from, like, how, how like, the, rock, the definition of, like, rock star has changed over the years. Because, mm. like, you look, you look at the bands in, like, the, you know, late 60s, 70s, 80s, and, like you said, they were absolutely destroying themselves to the point where nowadays they can't play music anymore. And now, like, we look at it in a just a completely different way. Like, all the musicians that I know that take this seriously, they look at it as this, you know, the, the, they're creating the art but they take the business side of it very seriously the networking side of it very seriously. And in order to keep doing that into your later years, you know, like everybody's, everybody's laid off the drugs laid off. Not everybody, but like a lot of people, like they're not going crazy. Like they were in those decades past because longevity is important. And the way that you do that now, especially with like how easy it is for something, like if you do something shitty, it's going to get around real quick. Mm -hmm. And no,
0: yeah, there's that. There's that for sure. And I'm sure that also, I mean, hindsight gives a lot. And I think Mm. now, it's easier to see like oh like we could see the lives that people before us have led and the things that they have done mm-hmm. and it's like okay short game long maybe game. maybe that's not such a good idea Learning from some i mean god if here. i was yeah. if i was a teenager in the 60s i'm sure i would
2: have done <laughs> i don't know if i would have <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying?
1: <laughs> so um this is something i was going to jump into a little earlier and it was it was on the topic of the The ability to have um, to reach large masses of people on your own, right? Mm. And so we're seeing this. And when we grew up, um, the mystique of the artist was fascinating. You know, there was, there was paisley park and there was you know at neverland ranch but like all these places like and now people are showing what they have for breakfast you know what i mean madonna is showing what she has for fucking breakfast <laughs> <laughs> so my point is as people start realizing and people are making careers out of it outside of the 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 the, the music industry yeah the gatekeepers the it's a career choice. And so now the artist class is being represented on the same class as the industry, human beings, you know what I mean, of whatever field. Or Fucking let, let's say sports. Okay, let, let's, let's look at it. It's all entertainment. And if you are in a sports career, you have a health regime that you need to do to make your career last longer and longer. And now the individual from home sees this and says, I can make a living outside of signing my life away to a record label, but the only way I'm going to do this is the fucking long game. And you need a health regime? Yeah. Regiment. Really. Regiment. 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 Um, uh, but, but my point is, is now I think that, that everybody can look at it as a, a, a really possibility instead of uh, a, a luck you know, being with the right person at the right mm-hmm. time and then selling your soul and becoming Elvis and such.
2: Part of that too is like there's so many different ways to make money off of making music. Like if you look it's at sync possible. licensing, you know, there's so many bands that exist now that exist not to play shows, not to sell merch, not to not to do it in that sense, but to just, you know, have have music that backs TV shows and commercials and that kind of stuff. And, you know, there's there's different ways to go about it. Well, you know
1: that there were symphonic, there were there were uh, uh, conductors and and people that would write for symphony, and you know there's Yon Hammer, <laughs> you know there's there are people that that and, and that but yes yeah absolutely there are there are occupational possibilities for musicians, artists, artists, visual artists, mo- people, writers, people who move, people who tell jokes. artists expressive the creative class is now has a larger platform than ever this is the new renaissance because we'll start realizing it's not us versus them it's not a creed it's not it's not it's nothing visual that's going to separate us right that duality bullshit when you start realizing that man the more you can be yourself the more value you have yeah that's freedom that's freedom. And not as a dictator, like the more me I am, everybody will follow me to be me yay, and wear my shit that looks like me. No, no. The more, the more you are you, the more your kid gets to be themselves and their friends and so on. That's sure. That's so such on. a good point. And
3: so yeah. It's... And when you find strength within yourself and you allow yourself that freedom, that, that exhibits to other people, well, fuck, if, if TK can do this, why can't I? You know, it it cuts down those barriers. It cuts down those borders and allows you to actually propel yourself towards something that is more meaningful. It doesn't have to be meaningful to everybody, but if you are finding joy within yourself, then you're going to exert that and other people are going to see it. Your light's going to shine. You're going to exude that. And I think that's, this is a common collective between everybody and dream to heavy. We all somehow in some way have adopted or have always had this philosophy I think that's what makes this band so potent. When we come to writing, when we come to performing, no one is going to say, hey, 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 Paul, don't, don't go shaking your ass over there. You know, you're an older guy, don't do that. Or, <laughs> hey, TK, let's not do this or not. There's an absolute freedom to do whatever the hell you want within this band. And, it, 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 and you'll see it when you see us live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there's, there, and we're also very <laughs> playful. Like Ryan and I will, 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 you know, dance together every once in a while. Constantly, um, but again, within <laughs> that freedom uh, is, is strength, is power, and I think that's what is most attractive as a creative uh, when you have that uh, when you when you have that ability to put that out there and a lack of fear. And that's kind of the subject is like a lack of oh, fear. A man, lack of fear. Lack of but fear. you can also allow that fear to propel you because if you're not, if you don't find something uh, worth being uncomfortable with, then you're not really going to create either. I'm so the fear, the,
1: yeah, the fear so, does feed you. Uh, but fear you, is just the unknown. It is the unknown. But fear of, you got to go into the unknown. The system is going to fuck you up. Yeah. Fear of something you haven't tried before. That's still fucking you up. So Yes, it is. So you know, and it, you just need to disrupt your comfort zone.
3: Well, yeah, you put on a solo record this year. Did you have fear to that? No, not really. It not felt really all? good because it was nah. it was you. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And you felt comfortable with it and it was, you just knocked it, it out.
0: It was refreshing how easy it was to do something without needing the approval of anybody else. Oh yeah. <sighs> nice. Yeah. I mean, but I like that. I like working in a band. I yeah. like oh, a group setting. Oh, oh yeah, it's
2: healthy. But Sometimes it's, you just need that. Solo it's kind of cool
0: though. to just be like, it's done. I don't think there's a person because who doesn't. I said it's done.
1: Yeah, yeah. I paint like that's that's my career. I'm a painter, and that's a lot of alone time of not ex- not asking anybody when it's done. Being in a band is extremely. I love collaborating. And it's healthy for me to learn social dynamics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I shit you not. Yeah, dude. totally. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, dude, five years ago, I I don't talk to people in, in normal ways.
2: I like, find that so hard to believe.
1: I, a lot of affirmations, a lot of self worth, a lot of lot of lot of work, a lot of work, baby, a lot of work, and Miss Mundock, and a healthy partner. Yeah, you yeah. know, like who, who's your favorite you, audience? Yeah. Who, who do you care that cares? You know what I mean? Like, what's the who's the one person that you admire so much? Their opinion. Well, their opinion, and they're willing to tell you, "Hey, that 100%. sucks
3: As well, like, yeah. like to, to have somebody. You suck. Yeah. Like, well, no, <laughs> what you did suck. Yeah. It's Maybe. Like, oh, you,
1: I'm sorry. I was just being flamboyant.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's. It's absolutely. It's. It, it benefit. You don't necessarily need a partner, but it benefits you greatly, and to have somebody that you can bounce ideas off of. Uh, that is outside of your creative circle as well. So, you know, shout out shout out to all of our partners. You for know, sure.
0: for me, I think that, like, I don't have, like, multiple creative circles. I think it's all one. Like, yeah. even though I play in different bands, like, it's all one. Everything's become me, genre fluid right it's, now. It's, so all, it's all, all the same. And maybe part of that helps because it's, like, I mean, you know, bands share different members and things like that or, like, other people. I don't know. It's just, like, for me, it's, like, one big thing, you know? And it's just, like, oh, today I'm hanging out with these friends and today I'm hanging out with these other friends. But I don't, like, have, like, any sort of, like, different agenda for any of the projects. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. And maybe that could be a detriment to some degree, but it's like, I don't push anything harder than anything else. I just push everything as hard as I can. Word. That's. But dumb. you put it on a pie chart and it's like, well, okay, if I'm doing 10 things, I can only give everything 10%. No, but,
2: but, but you have to
0: be, but, <laughs> but you, I'm you trying. Got,
1: you, only got you just so. got to be present when yeah. those communications happen. Mm-hmm. This conversation happens. You have to be present. Yeah. Or you make shit for
3: art. Well, you also got to allow the You're people around you to shut down as well. And I think that's when, it, it huh, how can I, how can I put this? Well, you, you can't continuously push and push and push because then you just burn everybody out. Oh, totally. so, so to have the outlet of multiple bands and multiple creative, uh, vices well, that, is, is, is I mean, killer,
0: dude. I mean, communication is such a huge thing in anything with just like anybody that, you know, I fucking hate talking right? and like,
3: it's just <laughs> I'm that, out, I'm out. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like
0: it's so important to know like where everybody's at like it matters like, word like how was your day like oh like you had a bad day at work or something's wrong with your fucking kid or something's yep. wrong oh like your toilet's broken i can understand that that's very frustrating maybe i shouldn't be nagging you about that these drum parts today yeah. <laughs> ah.
1: dad joke oh
0: But, you know, all those things come together and it's just important to know like where everybody's at. Like when you get together for practice or you're in the group chat or whatever, it's just like, you know, it's really hard to be productive in a creative space if the things that are outside of that are too much for everybody, yeah. you know. So it's like there's weeks where it's like, oh, you know, we can't rehearse this week or somebody can't make it because of something that has nothing to do with anybody else at all. I mean something is very simple, but it's like, okay, I get it. You have to understand. I've, I, wow. I I live a life too. I get it.
2: Yeah, I think so, we're all pretty good at that. You got like, yeah. There's definitely like times when like like I took what like a month and a half, two months off. I was I was making career switches, trying to figure out what I was gonna do. And I ended up taking, like, two months off of the band, and these guys were so understanding about it. And then, you know, as soon as I... Fi- and that, you know, that was exactly what I needed from them because as soon as I did figure it out, I mm-hmm. came right back. If they would have reacted a little bit differently and been like, you know, well, obviously your commitment is being questioned. <laughs> like, I don't know if I would have been so motivated to, you know, go back to the time commitment, but, like, you know, that's so important. Everybody's really good about that, and I'm, I'm really thankful for that aspect of you guys. So the, the, the thought... That- We love you.
1: And so thankful for what you do bring to the table. You help us grow. And this is my point. When you are an individual artist and you spend all of your time alone obsessing in order to be yourself, right? And then put it out there. We were talking about that earlier. Right? Okay. But now you're in a band. And now you learn communication and collaboration. Now this helps you grow Because you allow and you all these different backgrounds of music choices that you would have never fucking chosen on your own, and you now progress. Um, It's 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 dialogue. It's a conversation. It's a new mind. Um, It's it's four brains coming together to create you know five. (laughs) Thank God uh, to create a, a new mind, a new way of thinking, and dream the heavy is dream the heavy because there are five individual components that are allowed to be yes and on the table shout out to Solly and matthias too love you guys oh uh, uh, the, the, Solly and matthias yes the, the, amazing human beings and uh riff riff makers and and drum takers that doesn't make any sense but it rhymed the drum <laughs> uh, my point is to collaborate helps everybody evolve um and yes it's very healthy to have your own thing as well And it helps you be a better collaborator,
2: right? Totally. And
1: that's what a band is. It's a it's a collaborative mind. It's a hive mind.
2: Honestly, that that even helps me with the band because like I'm I'm working on a solo project right now that like what maybe (laughs) I've
1: been working I've been working on it for like years. It's like
2: maybe it'll come out someday. You know, you really should have said this in the interview.
0: Yeah, (laughs)
1: but this could have been discussed earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to break it to you guys this
0: way.
2: (laughs) But, uh, we're so thrilled to hear it because we love his growth. But it's awesome because like I'll be writing for that, and I'll end up with a song that I'm like, "Ooh, this would be much better for Dream the Heavy." So like we've ended up with like maybe not an entire songs yet. There is one that I got to show you guys later, but um, <laughs> there like a lot of my keyboard lines and stuff that we've been doing in jam sessions have been as soon as I like I find out what key we're playing in like it'll just pop into my head and I'm like, Ooh, I wonder if this matches and then I'll throw it in there. And then like a lot of the time it ends up working really well. And so we've ended up with material from that kind of solo stuff. So it's, you know, it's all, it's all multifaceted. Totally. You know, I feel like for me, it's just always
0: super important to just be consistently creating without thinking about like what project this is going to be for, you know I mean? Like I've had things that I've just made that don't make sense for anything. Yet, who knows? Yeah. Maybe a year from now, I'll be like, oh, I want to do an industrial album. And all of a sudden, all this weirdo Ooh. dark shit that I have will work. Yeah. But sometimes some of that industrial <laughs> stuff ends up turning into normal creature
2: songs, you know? Well, see, that's probably right. how you've gotten so good at it. Because, right. like, if you spend all this time working on one thing, you know, it's like, it's better to write a hundred songs because you grow so much oh, yeah. through and Regardless that of genre,
0: regardless of box, whatever. Like, this is what I'm feeling today.
2: Yeah, Because, like, the way
0: that, like, you know, I, like, all of my music gear is in the same room with all of my records. So mm-hmm. in the same way where it's like, I might want to listen to Bjork today, faith, no more tomorrow, cannibal corpse on Wednesday, you know, the way that my brain is interested in, in taking music. Yep. It's going to be the same for outputting, right?
3: Yeah, so absolutely. it's just
0: like, why not like try to work on this kind of thing today? I don't know. Like most of the time, when I sit down, it's never like, oh, I'm going to make this. It's you know, two hours later, I'm
2: like, well, I guess this is what this is.
1: <laughs> this is today. Let me this ask is, you yeah. this:
2: This is my creative input today. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me ask you this: So like in your creative process, this happens to me all the time. And I want to know if it happens to you too, because like everybody has their kind of own way of being inspired in writing. Like a lot of the time, I'll be listening to a song and I'll get like a rhythmical idea or like some you know just Something like that. And then immediately, like, I'll have to go, like, write it down or go bonk on the piano or something like that. And I end up with, you know, like a whole, like, 10 minute thing that I end up piecing apart. Like, do you, because your records are in the same room as your instruments, do you sit there and, like, listen to stuff and get ideas from that and kind of, like, you know, sit in the lab and work that way? Or I how, mean,
0: how? it's. It, I, I think that I've come up with ideas in every way you could possibly think of sure. at this point. You know what I mean? There's been times where I could be listening something and I try not to, this sounds like so like, of course he's saying that he's not inspired by things that he listens to. Like I am inspired by things, but usually it's like in a weird way where like sometimes I'm really big into dynamics Okay. When I'm putting together music and trying to put pieces together that don't fit.
2: More like moods? you know,
0: Yeah, like moods or energies and not necessarily like, oh, like I'm listening to Cannibal Corpse say that again. So I want to make a death metal song. Right. But I could be like working on something like maybe like a hip hop beat or something for normal creatures. And I could be like this like part just needs more intensity. Mm-hmm. And that's where I might start thinking about like what makes something like Cannibal Corpse so intense? And how can I incorporate that emotion into what I'm doing? That's Or on the opposite of something where it's, like, maybe we're working on something with Greywalker. And, you know, like, maybe there's, like, this bridge transition part. Maybe we want to slow things down. I'm like, how can, like, we instead, like... Like, guitars can do things other than riffs. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, how can we do something more atmospheric that might be in the background of, like, a fucking, like, Explosions in the Sky song Or, or, like, something that would sound like a synth part from a Bjork track?
2: Dude, that's what my brain, like... I've never done that before. My brain does not work that way. It's so cool to hear that kind of variation. But that's not
0: always how it is. Sure,
2: yeah. You know what I mean? You know,
0: it's just like, but things like that have happened and I like that a lot more versus just like, oh, like, You know, I heard song that
2: sounds like A, so I want to do A. Well, that's the cool thing about that because you don't really know where it's gonna go. Totally, you have you have such a loose framework when you think of like a mood or like how something gets so intense.
0: It's so funny because so much of the time, because there have been times where it's like, oh, I want to make something that sounds like a metal song. Mm -hmm. I'll sit down, and again, two hours later, it's not a metal song anymore. Mm, Yeah, (laughs) because my brain is just like I'm just like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen, and it all it never. I'd say the most That's common healthy. thing that happens is when I'm trying to make a song, when I want it to sound like something, it never ends up sounding like what I originally wanted it to sound like.
2: That's the fun I just, of it let, though, right? I just let things happen. <laughs> the chaos organizes yeah. itself how it chooses. Yeah. That's you Ryan. have to
0: let the, the 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 art has its own voice in That's in correct. a perfect world. That's why, like, I hate the idea of trying to force art or force myself to finish something. I have plenty of unfinished projects and ideas for things, and it's like this just wasn't meant to be finished. Yeah, if it was meant to be finished, it would be finished.
2: Well, they always say too, like, art is done when you decide to finish working on it. Right? Sure,
1: there's that too. When it's balanced, and I think who says that, that? balance? Yeah. That's an awesome when way. of I love that. I don't know who but, says but that. There's a lot know. of times. <laughs> there's a lot of times where you have to realize that you just haven't become the person that needs to finish it. Because you haven't acquired the situation that is now instilled in you or appreciated or a life lesson or skill trade that's or really instrument or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just it's there waiting for future you <laughs> to finish. Like that's that's
2: it. We I saw yeah, that I wrote in eighth grade that I recently just finished because up until now I didn't have the skill set necessary to like do you know finish it off the way that I felt was satisfactory. So that's that's a really good point. I
0: remember reading the <clears> liner <throat> notes for Lincoln Park's Meteora. Okay. Mm. And they were talking about the song Breaking the Habit mm. and how it took them like almost ten years to finish that song. Wow. And at the time I didn't really understand that. <clears throat> but now I fucking get it. Right. Of course I'm not gonna understand it when I'm fucking nineteen. Right. That's half my life at that point. Oh,
2: yeah. I don't understand. Shit. But now I'm
0: <laughs> now I'm twice that. You know, I've lived I've lived an entire lifetime since the first time I heard fucking Meteora. Mm-hmm. So it's like I get it now. I understand that sometimes things take time. It's like you give yourself these like it's like you bill and Ted yourself <laughs> songs, yeah. these ideas that come yeah. back around and it's like perfect. Yes. Great.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. connecting to the end result, the higher self to meet you there. You know, yeah, and allow it, you know, yeah, that's
0: why I, I, it's like, you know, there's never, there's, there's every, I feel like most things that I've done musically have like been released in one way or another, you know, mm. I have ideas that are unfinished, but like I said, I might, who knows, I might put out an industrial project next year that nobody knows about yet. Mm, no wave, one.
2: I, I might. Would, Nobody I know. knows about it. Right I don't now. know. Nobody. Depends nobody's hearing you talk. The about ideas
0: it. are there. Maybe. Well, maybe to me they sound like industrial songs. Now like, it could be a fucking goddamn <laughs> spoken word ambient album. <laughs> album. Three hours from now, who knows? It's another Lulu. You just have
1: to let yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know about
0: that. You just have to let it be what it's going to be, though.
1: It uh, that sounds uh, it, familiar. It's, it's allowing, letting it's, go. It's allowing. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. because otherwise you're 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 constricting your flow
2: building a prison you don't need to be in.
1: Yeah, you're fucking, you're doing the universe a disservice, man. You're fucking, your multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right or what, kid? <laughs> Which is the name of the next
3: record, That's Fucking right. the Multiverse. Fucking the Multiverse. I yep. love
0: that. Yeah. So right now, you know, I know that you mentioned that the band has been recording songs mm-hmm. with uh, our baby boy, Banked. Banked Alex. Shout outs. Shout outs. I love that dude. Friend of the show. Which, which, which one's the clap? Yeah. Which one's the clap? The one that says clap on okay. it. Okay,
1: can I? Yeah. No, it, it don't it, touch it. It'll, it'll give you the clap. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but
0: yeah, so <laughs> you've been doing that. Yep. And um, that's a very modern way of releasing music and connecting with people rather than doing like the big album thing, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of like song, song, song. So is that kind of the projected plan just moving forward to just kind of roll with that. Or are you working on like a bigger collection of things to do something more mystical in the future? Oh, well, I like that what work. are you thinking about?
3: We're just recording a record. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we've, we've yeah. collected some things and bent has uh, been kind enough to lend his ear and lend his talents <clears throat> and has opened us up again to a whole different world of music um, I've, I've known bent for quite some time. Uh, when I was playing in another band in Pittsburgh, uh, I actually played with him, and so- Hemlock for Socrates while bent was running sound. And that's, I met all three of those people at club cafe the same night. Um, but as far as like going and recording with Bent, it, it's been fantastic. Uh, he drives us. He, he, he allows us to be who we want, but then he also will add his bits and pieces to it. And if, if anybody in, in our community doesn't know bent, try to get to know him.
1: He's Pittsburgh's
3: Brian, Eno. Yeah, he's 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 awesome. Uh, but yeah, we're recording. We got a we got a bunch of a bunch of songs. We're never not uh, looking on the horizon to re- keep
2: to continue to record. I would say the release schedule is a very modern thing, though. Yeah. Okay, so the plan, as far as I understand it, is you know release a few singles. Yep. Drum up a little bit of uh, a little bit of energy, and then EP and then album. So I'm trying to think you just did this recently. Uh, oh, Sleep Token. Sleep Token just did this where it was like single, single, single EP. And then when they released the album, the EP was like part of the album. And I think that's the plan right now. No.
3: No, no, that's yeah. totally the plan. Okay. But when we, when we did the live from Club Cafe thing, we just dropped that shit. Yeah. When there was no single, no anything, we just wanted to get something out there. We needed out to get there. something up. Yeah. Um, and now we're, yeah. we're taking the route that everybody kind of does. But I in, in the future, I would love to do another live album. I would love, I'd love to set it up uh, write a bunch of songs and just fucking press record. We
2: have such a massive back catalog. Oh, it's so, stupid, that we're, we're, so it's, stupid. It's so stupid. It's unmanageable, honestly. Because like <laughs> we always. We our practices just turn into jam sessions. Like we always kind of start with one to get warmed up, but our practices turn into jam sessions just out of nowhere a lot of the time. Like like um, Mathias will be sitting there just like playing a riff or something like that. That and then TK will be like, "What is that?" Yeah, (laughs) and (laughs) it's it's, it's, it's like jam on it for like twenty minutes. It's like all right, circle back. It's never a
3: guitar riff. He's always just doing some. Creative. killer ambient stuff. Yeah. And then Solo, Sully will come in and just lay down some of the coolest fucking drums. I mean, the guys the guy's got a, 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 an experience in drumming and a knowledge of drumming that dwarfs a lot of people. He really does. Uh, but he also knows restraint, and he also knows what works really well. He's an incredibly musical he's, he's drummer. He's a fucking incredibly musical drummer. We're very fortunate. And... Um, so yeah, I, I would love to just fucking put out a live record, but yeah, right now we are doing the formulaic thing um, because it's easier. No one wants to to see a band and be like, oh, they got a fucking double album. Let's go ahead and sit down for two and a half hours and, and try to digest all of this. You get a song out, you do it, and you go from there. But in the future, I would love plus to just algorithm plus yeah, algorithm. To yeah, well, be
1: I'm honest. Been, when the day comes that we, when the day comes that that we're able to. Release what happens on a weekly basis. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a song every week we get together. Absolutely. So I mean, if not it's, more, yeah. And sometimes it's blues, when, sometimes when you, it's goth, sometimes but when it's you, just when you when you have rock. a team yeah. to work with, you can do that. You know what I mean? It's like you know watching, uh, you know, on Disney who bought you know the Beatles, you know all, all this, and you you see them come in and create, and then that's the album, and you hear about this all the time, you know, with Motown and Stax and all in the sixties. Um, this crew of musicians in dream, the heavy is, is prolific. Like there's so much in each individual that when we're in a room together, songs happen. Um, the first time I walked into the, I was invited to the studio to meet up with, with these cats, um, that Paul had introduced, put together. We could tell the story another time or you could hear it in another podcast, but um, <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. already out. yeah. But but yeah. um, um, two of the songs are on this album, and it was from day one that I walked in the room. Day one, eyes of a killer is pretty much exactly how it came out it's of my us favorite that day. song, and and another, and candy was that day also. Um, I think yeah. Yeah, I think I think that. But, I, but it's and you know, and I do the the scat kind of instrument, and then we'll write. The lyrics from, it. but like that, like note for note, eyes of I have a killer, eyes of a killer is like exactly like it was built in the first day I was in the or room. Or it's with really these guys. close, really close to it. So, um, my my point is, um, there's no end to what this group uh, uh, brings to the table every time we're together. Yes, yeah. it's, it's so healthy. Yeah, I don't think so we're so material Anytime, <laughs> no, it, it, like you were saying that the back catalog is 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 ridiculous. It's, it's like, now what do we choose? And as far as like releasing, it's like year one versus year two, you know? And (laughs) that's where we are right now. Like we have a great catalog, you know, and we're looking forward to, to putting them out. We've started introducing them on stage. Um, and when we do the winter wonder ball, we will be playing a new, a new song, yeah. That evening, that it was the first song that we wrote
2: with you in the room. Second song, the second, second break, I, I think break breakdown we breakdown, wrote with yeah. with you with were Ryan. in the room as well. Not for the whole thing though. I think you guys already had that riff. We well, had it the remember. week
1: prior. Then and I then just fucked, fucked up everybody's flow. Sorry. And so the next <laughs> song, in my bad, is called Escape, and you were there for the writing yeah, process. I was there
2: for the jam session for that.
1: You know, and you have you know for for
2: for probably about like ninety other songs that aren't released yet. Yeah. We no. spend January writing, you know, actually yeah. nail down some of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> do you, I'm, I'm
3: curious. Do you see similar uh, similarities in this sort of way of writing within normal creatures within Greywalker? Mm. No.
0: no, no. Yeah,
2: how do no. you guys write?
0: Um, so Greywalker is very meticulous. Um, just because it right. there, there's Genre. there's a lot of notes mm. and <laughs> things that are happening. It's not the type of thing where like you can like jam and things happen.
2: Mm, Very few metal bands. Very few. It's it's
0: very specific. It's almost scientific. Yeah. You know, and like, math. yeah. And in some, in some ways it can be, you know, and um, there's plus sides and downsides to that. But like one of the biggest downsides to that is that it just takes us a really long time to write, you know, and like figuring out like, how to transition between parts and feels and make Mm -hmm. it feel organic and make it feel human. I hate when you're listening to a metal band and it sounds like you're just taking sharp turns. It's going from craziness to craziness to craziness. It's like, it needs to be like a- it needs to all flow together and like, you know, I don't really, I don't really write anything in gray. I mean, I write the lyrics and I help structure. That's probably the thing that I do the most is I nitpick structures and feels and dynamics again. Like I'm a big feeling guy. It's Mm. like, it all can't be at fucking 10 all the time. Otherwise there's no reason to get to 10,
2: especially when you're playing a metal set. If you are at 10 all the time, you lose people like song number three. Yeah. Yeah. The well, one thing, you, you lose tax. yourself,
0: and then you lose people. You can't even keep up with it.
2: Yeah, Correct. absolutely. You know,
0: it's like you need to tell a story. I like to think of every Grey Walker song as a good roller coaster where you hmm. got to have, you know, some roller coasters start fast and some... Start slow and get fast, you know, and we have songs that do all kinds of things, but it needs to be a good, tight, safe journey for a everyone.
3: Journey.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's now, a would journey. you would
3: you two agree, both being metalheads like myself, would you find that metal is looked down upon uh, unfairly? Because I, I find that most metal that I've always been interested in, uh, whether it be, you know, deathcore, mathcore, traditional heavy metal, has a undertone of, uh, of, of, of a symphonic style of writing.
0: Sure. It does. And like, you know, and people will look down on it, but something that something that somebody told me, uh, when I was very young, working my first job at Taco Bell in Edgewood town center,
3: shout out out to Taco Bell, shout
0: out to Taco Bell Um, burritos all day. I worked with, that was around the time that I was really getting into producing my own music. Mm. Um, and you know, having conversations with a coworker one day, just about like, you know, like, I don't know, like just kind of about the, the insecurities that you might have as an artist. And like my coworker just dead ass looked at me in the face and was like, there's people who don't like the Beatles. <laughs> right. Damn. And from that right. point, I'm like, I guess you got a point. You're not going to make everybody fucking happy. Yeah, it doesn't shouldn't. fucking matter. You, you know? Shouldn't. So it's like, people are going to look down on the metal shit or not understand it. I remember we were playing a show one time, gray Walker in like, like outside of Chicago somewhere. Hmm. And, uh, this guy was like, he's he, I forget what he said to me exactly, but it was something to but the, it, tune, hurt. it was something to the tune <laughs> of just like, 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 he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't understand all of this. This, I don't understand <laughs> all this, this new growling stuff. Screaming. Maybe one day people will like it, you know? And I was just like, I was like, you ever heard of cannibal corpse?
2: They like it right. Talking now, about again. cannibal corpse. Again. Yeah. Like literally again. Yeah. I was like,
0: yeah. And he's like, you know, their first album came out 30 years ago. Right, People have liked this stuff for right. plenty long, right. but people get in, the, in their small bubbles. Right. It's like the same thing where after any time Normal Creatures, or more specifically when Normal Creatures was Sykes and the New Violence, because mm-hmm. we played way more shows and we're starting to play more shows now as That's Normal Creatures. Name. Thank you. And thanks for having us on the show, giving us a stage to play more. Is I honestly
3: it- didn't think Normal Creatures was playing. I I because I, I hadn't seen anything that you guys were putting well, out. We,
0: we hadn't been because we were just been in the slow process of getting, you know, the new songs together and getting Matt, our drummer, on board. Oh. So mm. uh, shout out to Matt. Shout out to I, Matt. I've I met Matt and stuff. He's a really cool dude. Yeah. yeah. Um. But now we're ready. Nice. And we're playing shows. The time has come. Yes. I mean, we played a show in July, and then a show in October, mm-hmm. and then a show in December. So locally, we're doing good. I feel like every other month is fine. Yeah, because local- like you
2: cannibalize your crowd. Yeah, you don't want to go too crazy.
0: And I also prefer yeah. to play bigger shows. I'd rather play less shows on bigger stages than a bunch of like DIY shows. It just doesn't really mm-hmm. work for what we're doing.
2: You've also done the DIY thing. You've, for you've I I have you've put time. It. <laughs> you've put in your time. I've done
0: it. I've done yeah. it, and it's fine. I'm not saying we'll never do it again. You know, but nice Anyway, switch it up. We're getting. Way sidetracked. What is this? A podcast or something? <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> um, it's a conversation. What the fuck were we talking about? In- we we're oh. talking about normal
3: creatures and, and you guys are just coming back around the playing and how you played much more as well
0: Well, Sykes, Sykes was Sykes the same the, it was the same band. It's, the same, it's band. the same fucking band. It's the same fucking band. It just switched the name. Yeah switch the name add in a drummer but, um, but but you stayed you stayed thing.
3: really prolific over the last number of years it wasn't like you were just sitting around no you know no. we uh from from the outside we've TK and I we were admiring some faith uh I was admiring Taylor, Taylor, Swift Knight. Taylor Swift night <laughs> Taylor Swift nights and <laughs> yeah. then uh yeah i mean you you've definitely stayed prolific but normal creatures has always had a hold on me because i came from that that rock rap era because I, I i i embrace that part of myself so and and with the the samples and everything that you've been able to do and f- for fuck's sake man that fucking pedal board you would have that that you would go through was killer i remember seeing you guys at millville uh it was i, I was playing with pretty tombs i came down checked you guys out and it was just absolutely fucking just blown away
0: no oh, thanks man. it was
3: just fucking killer yes, um so nice. yeah to, to know that you're playing now and to have you on the Pretty fucking exciting. And to have uh, God Hates Unicorns, oh, fucking assholes, yeah. <laughs> just, just hosting this shit. I'm so scared of yes. what Josh is going to do. Yes, right. they're hosting. <laughs> they're <right. laughs> I, am, I am so afraid of what those two are going to do. Yeah, Probably, Probably nudity. No, well, it's an all-ages show. I don't know. If, and I don't know. Maybe a few years Mental ago they may nudity. have. They may have. But uh, God, those guys are awesome too. <laughs> We're, we're, we're very fortunate with this with we this December show. I think that
0: I, I, I would predict <clears throat> that I think um, they're going to be reasonably tempered yep. because uh, even yeah. if you see like a God Hates Unicorn show, and I guess if Josh or Jess or anyone else from mm-hmm. the, the homies are watching, um, an not. observation I've made of their live show is that they always start <laughs> out kind of tame. <laughs> and yeah, then they kind of get in the zone huh? and it goes off they become the character so if it's they're if the they slow descent if they're, only, and if they're only Mallory on stage Knox. for a few minutes at a time they may not get into that full character, character. this I is a they're challenge
2: gonna, yeah. they're gonna be amazing I'm psyched to see
0: what
3: they do. Uh, we may or it's may not have invaded one of their shows uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah we have invaded we uh, we were asked to show up. At, uh, <laughs> at, at the Millville, Millville Music Festival, <laughs> and I had to wear this inflatable unicorn costume. You oh, didn't yes. have to. You wanted it. I fucking, to. oh, I wanted it so hard. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, but it, they put on one of the coolest live shows, and I would, I, I, I'm hoping that if this, if Winter Wonder Ball is successful, the whole, the whole idea is to continue this, to make it bigger than just our band. You know, I, I want to do it to where we're doing this every year, Fuck! If we can get the whole fucking the whole Mr. Small's entity, yeah, that's maybe we can idea. do comedy in the funhouse. Maybe we can do bands out here and add more vendors and sure. bring more art. Um, but I'd, I'd if if we're able to do this next year, I'd love to have them on there. I'd love to see what they can do on that stage because I, I have a feeling that they will blow minds all over the place or hopefully just minds is the only well, I thing they're that blowing. That's
2: yeah. that.
0: <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. And that's the thing with, with normal creatures. And I think the thing with your band or even with a band like gray Walker, where mm-hmm. it's like some music just isn't made for a small stage. Yeah, yeah. It can work. And I'm more than happy to play anywhere. Somebody will have me. Yeah. But if it's, if you have the big stage, the loud sound, the lights, and just like, I'm a big like theater guy. I like the performance of yes, everything. Indeed. I, I like this and indeed. queen. And I like the prince, fucking drama. You know, I, I, and like, I'm sorry, but like you need at least a stage yep. for there to be the proper drama to give a fucking rock show. Yeah, it's, and it's, regardless of whatever genre it, it is, like I'm just talking about a rock show outside of genres of music. Mm-hmm. Like a rap show can be a fucking rock show. A goddamn bluegrass show could be a rock show. I don't care, yeah, but you need a energy. stage.
1: Oh, I'd,
3: uh, I'd imagine that DMX put on one of the best fucking rock shows ever. Just, just his his persona and how he approached everything. I'd never got a chance to see him, but I did get a chance to see uh, Cypress Hill. And holy shit, did they put on a rock show? Like, they were incredible. I, I, I Again, it was a 420 show back in San Francisco, but they... <laughs> They blew. They had a disclaimer up there. It was like, "Hey, there's gonna be cannabis smoke, and you're gonna be filmed. So if you don't want to do this, (laughs) you can leave right away." Yeah. No one turned away. Sure. No (laughs) one fucking turned away.
0: Yeah. And I, I don't know. That's just like that's like what I want to do now. You know what I mean? I just wanna, I wanna put on big shows. I wanna play big shows. Yeah. And just like I mean, fuck. If I'm, I'm gonna put in the same amount of effort to any show that I'm doing as far as like promoting and making things happen, regardless of where it is. But if I'm putting in all this fucking work, why not make it not not just a fucking party? Day. Just just yes, make it a party. And I and yeah, man, I'm I'm hundred percent with
3: you. I, I think that there needs to be uh there needs to be more bigger shows for Pittsburgh
0: acts. Yeah, and you need it's it's but the thing with Common that babies. is that it is hard to there mm-hmm. is a there is a threshold to get yourself onto a stage like Mr. Smalls. Yeah. Like you need to, it's, there's a, there's a, a financial risk and there's yep. also the people that you know and yep. favor. It's not, everybody can do it.
2: I it mean, makes, let's, let's be honest here. Yeah. Like how many stages that are that big? Can you just go and do a venue rent? Exactly. Like most of them. Are, yeah.
0: You, you can't. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, well, to be fair, if you have enough fucking money, you can do anything you want, Yeah. but nobody has it. We don't just, you know what I mean? Like it's like, I could rent, I could book stage AE if I wanted to, but it's like, you know, (laughs) but but being, but the thing is, if we, if you're able the point that I'm trying to make here, the point that I'm trying to make is that if we start doing things like this and show venues that there is value in local entertainment, maybe there won't be such an aggressive chokehold on bands that want to do something because it's just like, you know, no, the reason why so many venues charge so fucking much is because it's like they want to make sure that they're covering their asses oh, yeah. and their yeah. staff, regardless if there's fucking 400 or four people mm-hmm. in yep.
1: there. They got brick and mortar expenses.
0: And I get yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I get it. Business, But you know what I mean? It's also somebody that promotes events nationally for a job. Right. I know some of the deals that I'm able to get and other venues and other places of the country because we've built up a reputation with the venues where they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We got, you know, it's good. There's not this like upfront thing yeah. all the time. Right. So it's like, if we can get to that level with some venues here based off of doing killer yeah. events like that, it would be a really good thing. I,
3: I just, if I can, I'd love to shout out uh Dave and Erica from Opus one, because they're really putting on, they're really putting it, down and and allowing us to do this as well as mr smalls um and i know that there's other larger venues in pittsburgh that are that are phenomenal roxy and uh thunderbird um and and what have you but if anyone from
0: the thunderbird cafe is watching this please answer your fucking emails dog (laughs) dog i've been trying yeah (laughs) i don't (laughs) care anymore that's the other thing too i'm done being Fucking nice
1: oh, on, okay. cool. Oh, <laughs> no more. Nice I'm guy. just
0: saying, I mean with all love, great fucking venue. Great I would venue. have loved to have done a show there. Answer yeah. your goddamn emails. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I, Thank I, you, so. Mr. Smalls, for answering your emails. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, right. Dave. Thank you, Erica. the Fuck. I know I overcommunicate. Um, but <laughs> it, I, I agree heartily. Maybe, maybe with the success of this, maybe we can show these fuckers that what it can be done. And that is a that is a big step. Um and I'm I don't mind putting my balls on the line. I don't mind. If, if, if you're going to hate somebody for it, that, I, I don't mind that I'm the guy. I don't mind that that, that we're the band. You know. That being said, I, I really want to say that the band that probably, the, aside from Normal Creatures, the band that really put us and got us into this was Back Alley Sound because they have put in the time. Yeah. And they, they have put in the energy. They've uh, accumulated the fans. Not These just bringing friends, but they have accumulated – so many fucking up so many yeah. passionate fans the too. thing
0: that was really cool about back alley sound and they could be a really good counterpoint to me saying that you need a proper stage to do a rock show because <laughs> i've seen that band play in wild places that make no sense and i'm like oh this is one of the funnest shows i've been to in a very long time they're one of those bands that absolutely <laughs> does put like, on they can the make a party happen anywhere well i think miles is so just fuck unhinged. Me. You know, my, my, yeah, my, big,
3: Miles. big stage, small stage. Miles is going to put mm-hmm. on a show.
2: Yeah. So, you uh,
3: know, and, and so, and so was uh, so
2: chemistry that they have together. Oh, love so those I dudes. love watching. And those with guys Rob
3: play. too. Rob's Rob's a badass too, man. I, I really, they're I'm really, really excited for them. And I, I can't wait to see them at this show.
0: They're very much, um, the thing that I always liked about those guys was, I mean, again, they had reached out to me before I knew all of those guys, not all of them, but I knew some of them just like acquainted mm-hmm. through just the scene but i really didn't understand what they were doing at the time it was when they had just first started and they booked me on a show that they were doing in the south side at um what was that place it existed for like maybe a year was it like karma or something cool. or uh it was on carson street i don't remember the fucking name of it it, the- it was before dream the heavy was a band karma karma sounds somewhat familiar it was anyways this- it doesn't but- matter that where the location of the show was doesn't fucking matter. Okay. but Was, what does, was, it, was it a big stage? No, it was a small room. Oh, okay. I mean, it was a co- I wish it was still there, but also I, I couldn't in good faith encourage anybody to ever go to the <laughs> south side for anything. So this is fair. probably fine that there isn't a venue there except right now. dream the heavy. Although Come
2: see us whenever. We're although
0: in I feel side. fucking bad for all the businesses down there that have to Club fucking cafe. suffer through all the shit. That's good. Yeah. Club cafe. Yeah. Um. But fucking anyways, Smiling wow, moves. podcast. We're getting sidetracked again. Right. Um, <laughs> Anyways, the thing that I really liked about those guys was after like meeting them. And it was funny. It was a very similar situation to you guys, where it was like they were doing a show and they wanted to film a skit to promote (laughs) the show. No, no. That's, oh, that's not original. Awesome. <laughs> that's not original. <laughs> so I went I thought down, we had something. So I Three went months. down, I went I down there something. and Staring I met them shores. and you know, we, 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 we filmed the thing and then we had fun and everything. And the show happened and it was cool. And then, you know, we played more shows over time and it was just one of those things where I started to like the thing that I liked about those guys the most, the point that I was trying to get to was just like, it was a by any means necessary yeah. for those guys where it's just like, we're going to fucking do this. And it's just like, Oh, okay. Like, promoters. Like we don't need promoters. We don't need real venues. Like, Oh, like our friend has a fucking resale clothing shop down the street. Okay. We have a PA just bring the PA from the practice space.
3: The fucking first time I seen them, they were playing with, uh, Louie and abstract theory. And they were playing a empty lot in Bloomfield or or Garfield. And it was, it was literally just an empty lot, a makeshift pallet stage. Oh, I remember and, that. Yeah, and yeah. It, I was nice. just fucking blown away.
0: Yeah, I played that stage once too. I, yeah. We, yeah, we played, we played. I, it was it, like a first Friday show. It was a first Friday yeah, show. Yeah. And I think me and oh Panada oh put it God, on. Yeah,
3: yeah me and Panada, I think, was, was <laughs> yep. one of the ones that uh-huh. was kind of doing yeah. it. And fuck, man, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Are, I, are they still I, doing that? Is that I don't stage think still so. there?
0: I'm not sure. No, I that remember was all, that, that stage. That was all pre- like, Pandemic. Pre-pando. stuff. And that oh, was man. me, Empanada, who that was before yeah. they, I think they even had yeah, the location on the Street. Yeah. yeah. OSHA
1: yeah. came in and shut it down. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I totally <laughs> forgot about that stage. Yeah. they, they
2: <laughs> That place was great. It was just pallets. Yeah. Like, dude, it, was they, cool.
0: <laughs> it was cool. I, it was, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it is like a, a by any means necessary mm-hmm. sort of situation. And uh, that's cool. You know, it makes it work. It helps you like develop a community. And I think it worked really well for them timing wise because yeah. like, There was like, they're they're younger and they have like a big group of people around them that is also like younger and maybe just able to kind of just go around and do whatever, Mm -hmm. hang out. I can't do that as much as some other people, but it worked really well for them. Mm -hmm. Like I'm at this point now where like when I book shows, this is probably another part of me wanting to do bigger stages where... If I'm booking a show and I want to invite people out, I know there's a large demographic of people that I know that if I say like, "Hey, come to Garfield to this lot," they're just not gonna come. Yeah. Hey, but if I'm like, "Come to Mister Small's," they're like, "Oh yeah, I know that place. Right. I saw a real band there once." That's a night out. <laughs> oh god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, but, but the mindset but that's is, what it is, it's oh, like, yeah, right that, that is that is get a babysitter worthy if yeah. That's yeah. evening. Totally. Because I mean, that, that, you know, I've talked about this.
0: Countless investment, but it's like, yeah, it's like a lot of the time when you're inviting people to come out, like this might be their one night a week or maybe even that month that they're yeah. able to get the babysitter or get the time away to come do something, and they're doing it to come see your art.
1: Yeah, it's pretty beautiful. Well, that's that's
3: that's what makes it even more important that other artists go out and actually support other artists. Sure, yeah, you know, if it, 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 it even you know, just just support one another, man. This is fucking. This is this is exactly what we need. This and and I feel like this is why another another fucking winter wonderball thing in December. There's nothing going on. Why why the fuck are we not taking advantage of this? Because not a lot. And, and the, the the other thing too is like initially this this idea sparked from a few years ago when we were talking about getting a number of bands to do a New Year's Eve show, um, at at, at a location that had just opened up and it got so close. We got so close. And I think because it didn't go through it, that was the catalyst that drove TK and I to make sure that this shit happened to make sure that we had the people in play to make sure that we had everything lined up
0: Um, again. Yeah. I, 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 that that's I'm rambling, but it's a fucking podcast. It is a fucking podcast, yeah. and we are rambling, but we're also getting to that point where we should probably shut the fuck up if we expect anybody to listen to this whole thing. Holy shit! So, before we wrap this up, I need to know. I'll put <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it up on the screen. I have the technology to do that. Um,
3: <laughs> All right, fine.
0: Product
1: placement. Yeah. <laughs> selfies too. Okay. Well, liquid do death. We want, is getting do we want? Let's you. get. Yeah, hold
0: on one second. Let's get the selfie while we're still on. Um, <laughs> this is yeah.
1: So painful.
0: Before we yeah. wrap this up, uh-huh. obviously, Winter Wonder Ball. We yep. want people to come out to that. That is December second uh, at Kativo.
3: Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I know, it's <laughs> God. Karma. It's at Karma. Yeah. It's, at karma.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's at the lava lounge.
0: Yes, yes. It's right next to the lot.
3: The December
1: fifteenth
0: at Mister Small's yep. theater. theater, not Fun theater. House. The theater, theater. Big. big stage,
1: the big baby. Poem. A lot of vendors, local vendors. Great local vendors. Artisans and uh, musicians. We're going to be doing
3: uh a. cheesy prom pictures mm. uh so it's that's like
1: huge dude. yeah
3: yeah that's gonna be fun so we yeah, we, no we want to encourage up. people to kind of dress up but you don't have to dress up but right. let's make this to, an
1: experience like, you it. could do a dumb yeah. and dumber kind of yeah. thing and get your prom photo yeah. kind of thing it's like yeah. a prom photo
2: ball photo and
0: scenario i might be a psychopath and putting more production into the normal creature set than i did for nosferatu mm-hmm. so, so
2: i so psyched to see this uh, i saw the video of the nosferatu take. it looked yeah, so I can't wait to see what you guys it was do a, it was
0: a fun show but you're a little bit restricted when you're working within the properties of something that already exists right sure mm. yeah. we're gonna be full normal creatures baby. Mm. No, it's be so and it wild won't be normal creatures. it'll be anything but do you guys wild have a do you
3: things. have a theatrical wardrobe theme going on you know what, don't don't say nothing let let everybody kind of kind of you, figure you're gonna that have one to out.
1: come and find out yeah, we'll of, just
0: yeah, say I mean that I have ideas
3: find out
1: and come so do we
0: yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh-huh. and I, I, I have I have a, a, a month to get everything together but that's fine. I'm Plenty looking forward to it. So yes, that's Hemlock for Socrates. Dream the heavy, normal creatures. Back Alley Sound, December 15th at Mr. Small's Theater. Mm-hmm. Hit me up for tickets or anyone else mm-hmm. that's playing. If you know them, these guys,
3: we got them. We got or em. any other bands? Hemlock's got them. Back
1: Alley's got them. We'll get them to you if we don't. Well, you know, hit us up and go. I'll drive to you anywhere. Go to the Instagram account so you can see all the vendors that are going to be there and support them and share because that's what they're doing for you.
0: There's going to be links to all of this stuff in the bio for this. If you're listening to this on like Spotify or something and you can't get the links, just go to my Instagram and everything will be there. I promise. And if it's not there, these guys can beat the fuck out of me. We can.
1: Uh, Shout out to Matthias Brown, the guitarist for Dream the Heavy. Shout out to Solly on drums. Love you, Solly. Love you, Matthias. We miss you guys terribly and love you madly.
0: All right. Well, with all of that being said, that is All Folks. Thanks so much for being here today.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, Love thank you, man. man. This
0: was That's killer. So good. Of course. This was awesome. So good. Hell yeah. You Love know, you. I will be back again next week with another episode, probably back alley sound if everything goes according to plan. You know what time it is. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Brian Sykes Hal The name of this podcast is Start the Beat. Take care of yourselves. Take care of the people around you. Peace. And we're done. We did it. That was a podcast. That was so fun. Hell yeah. That
1: was a great conversation, man. So cool. That was awesome.